All right, everybody, welcome back to the Waiver Wire. It is July 21st, 4.40 p.m. Uh, we're going a little bit in a different direction this podcast. I'm joined with Zach, a uh, rapper out of Portland. He's making music all, all day. You know, so how's it going, Zach? What's up? It's good, man. Thanks good. for having me. Yeah. And he's my roommate, too. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, also, by the way, if you haven't followed our social medias, they're going to be right down here in the corner, right right over by Zach. Uh, give, the, give us a follow. Subscribe to us on YouTube or whatever. But Zach, man, you being a musician, mm -hmm. who do you think it has the best presence in the rap game in 2019? Mm, that's a tough one. Um, but in terms of like chart topping and actual uh, marketing, I'd have to say Lil Nas. Uh, Lil Nas, not only did he release uh, that track, but he also had you know Billy Ray Cyrus on it. He also did another one with Young Thug. And he re-released re it, re-released it, and it was crazy, bro. Like, he hit the top charts. I think it was the most ever that a song has been at number one. And then also, I'd say another presence is Lil Baby. Lil Baby been on the charts forever. Um, and then also, you know, I'm a little biased, but Future, Future's always gotten biased. Yeah. I think Future is is a genius as well. Um, but I want to, I mean, obviously, you know, you're asking me, but what do you think? Yeah, so Lil Nas X, he's on three songs in the top 20, so he's got, I mean, he's there musically. Also, he's like visiting schools and stuff, so he's all over social media. Yeah. And then he just went on Gordon Ramsay's show and cooked a panini with him. So he, he, yeah. he's just got the, he's, he's all over the place. He's, in, he, he's like within every market, so he's every, like everybody He's like motivating people. Like, he's not only just putting out music, but he's, he's actually giving. Yeah. He has a whole he's, he's almost way. like a genius in marketing himself, because he's yeah. literally all over, you know, any older person or middle-aged mm -hmm. person or even younger person that watches yeah. Gordon Ramsay but doesn't listen to like hip hop or any type of rap or anything, they still see Lil Nas X on his show. So you know what I mean? Like he's yeah. just putting himself out there. Um, but with that being said, who do you think? Oh, I think the baby is another one too because he's just been popping oh, off. Baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's crazy. But uh, who do you think is primed for the biggest break? I know we're halfway through 2019, but who do you think is primed to be, uh, even break out with the remainder of the year? Dang, that's tough. Well, okay, so a lot of people don't know these artists, um, but St. John is going to pop off. I mean, he just, uh, Kanye West's old uh, manager just signed St. John, and St. John's album last, I think it was in 2018, was incredible. Um, and then HL, a lot of people don't know about HL. He's kind of like a, uh, a Latin artist. Uh, he's going to be huge. Um, man, and I mean, there's, I'll, I want to say, you know, guys like Lil Baby and stuff like that breaking out, but I feel like they're already big. Yeah. You feel me? Like, yeah. like in terms of those two, I feel like they're going to break out. Um, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, I guess it kind of goes to your, your definition yeah. of breakout because you could say like Lil Baby and stuff, but they're already kind of They're there. already, they're already, I you feel know? like if you're already on the charts and you already have like songs like Drake and yeah. When you think like breakout, that, you think of somebody who's under the radar. Yeah, who, exactly. I mean, the casual, I mean, casual maybe I'll break out in 2019. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, man, with that being said, you know, you make music and stuff like yeah. that. So what what started that for you? What made you want to make music? I remember working at the pool with you when you first kind of started yeah. getting to do it. But. Yeah, bro. Uh, I think, okay, Tyler Huga, if you're out there, bro, thank you so much for uh, motivating me. Talk about flaming? No, I'm just kidding. But no, 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 no. Like, actually, bro, that's that's for real, though. Like, Connor Huga, Tyler Huga, homies, uh, I didn't even really want to make music. Like, I never thought about it. And then Tyler Hulgar showed me a track one time, and I was like, yo, this is tight as hell. Mm -hmm. And then I started making music, bought my own equipment. Uh, I didn't really start taking it seriously till college, though. I started hanging out with a bunch of Hawaiian dudes and a bunch mm -hmm. of dudes from, like, L.A. Mm -hmm. And then we just cohesively, you know, got together. And I was like, I don't know. I just popped off for me. I'm not, like, a producer or anything, but, but definitely vocalist, lyricist. I'm into all that. Um, but... 
and on the top of that, I'm guessing like influences for me, like in terms of artists, it's going to sound weird, but I grew up in like rock. So like Pearl Jam, Ozzy Osbourne, uh, Godsmack. I don't even know if you guys know Godsmack. Ty <laughs> J knows, Tyler Johnson knows Godsmack the other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but then there's also, you know, my mother's side, which was like Tracy Chapman. Um, and then we got, we got all kinds of female R&B singers that grew up with like soul, you know, soul R&B. So you like combine those. And then I always thought I was badass when I was growing up listening to T.I., Tech 9 Waka Flocka Flame. Yeah, so you got Those a lot of cats. Influence. Yeah, all that, but all that cat, and then I brought it into my music and stuff like I that. I almost feel like there was a whole movement of music, and mm-hmm. speaking of, I mean, Class 9 being a small town, but there was, mm-hmm. like, a big push in music for people, like, I remember Tyler Hulagard rapping, I remember mm-hmm. Cade kind of getting on the mic a little mm-hmm. bit, and there was some people out there. trying. Yeah, there was some people putting out music, and it was like, all right, yeah. cool, you know, it was, it was kind of interesting, and now, I mean, you probably pushed that envelope the furthest out of anybody there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, whose style do you most resemble, do you think? Oh, uh, man. That's so hard. I feel like if I was, it's, it's hard to categorize myself. Like, I really take, and I didn't even say this, but I do take a lot of influence from Kid Cudi. Uh, I definitely like that style of waviness. And then, obviously, you know, to be relevant in the game, you have to take, you have to have styles that other people in the game are using. So, like, obviously, you know, Travis Scott's style was something that Kid Cudi, I felt like, enveloped in Kanye West added that in with my rock sound and kind of like I don't want to give away what I'm making now in comparison to what I was making before but I'm kind of stepping away from the trap and more so into like a little more rhythmic music um, and with that you know that goes back to more of the R&B roots so why why would you want to leave uh, trap music I felt like I was doing it cuz I don't know I just wanted to give it a try I thought it was tight but like the thing is, I don't feel like it's me 100%. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like me um, is, like, when I hit listen to some good rock or, like, good R&B, shit, that, get, that gets me juiced up. That gets me fired up. And, yeah. like, when I make that music, when I write that music, I'm at my best. Yeah. When I make, like, trap, it's like, I have, like, a bunch of homies who's like, yeah, I want to get on track. And it's like, I make some trap stuff. And then I started implementing into my sound. It's not a bad thing. It's great to work with other sounds. But if you want to define yourself and you want to be the best, you have to create your own sound within the market yeah so with that being said who, yeah. who do you think has made their own sound you know we've talked about it before you know just artists that are like super unique and have like yeah i mean their own their own like literally their own sound travis scott 100 percent has his own sound um i think future made a whole wave of sound mm-hmm. uh, obviously kid cutty kanye west um and that's that's in terms of the hip-hop okay i think tech nine is one that comes tech, to mind for tech me nine, where it's like nine, his own yeah. like when you were tech nine it was just like you, know, you you hear some artists and you think like, oh, this guy's good. He sounds like this guy too. But they all, they, you know, I like all these mm-hmm. artists, so it's fine. They all sound similar. Mm-hmm. But people like Tech Nine for me were like, just so much. And Travis Scott too. I feel like when yeah. Travis Scott's on a song, it's like mm-hmm. nobody could ever take his place because right. no one's like Travis Scott. Thugger too, Young Thug. Yeah, it's young... like the same thing. You know what? I, and I, I know, no offense, but I, I don't really listen to Young Thug that much. But when I hear him on a track, I'm like, yo, that's Thug, or yeah. that's Scott, or that's Cuddy. You know what I mean? Like when you can, when you can, different. Like, if you can differ from artist to artist, you're good. Like, if you if you can be on a track and nobody's, like, and people actually say, like, yo, who is this cat? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they don't know who you are, like, you good because you distinguish your own sound. Yeah. Because a lot of people just listen. They're not, like, hearing, you know? They listen, but they're not hearing. That's uh, another so. breakout that, that made me, that reminded me of is, like, Gunna. Yeah. He's another one who, like, he got on the track with Young Thug yeah. and it's just, like, Damn, this guy's this guy's awesome. You don't yo. hear, and the, you know what's crazy is like I've been listening to Gunna beats a lot, and it's a lot of like guitar. It's like, you know, what I mean, like mm-hmm. that guitar, and it's like it's almost like a Latin guitar, but he's rapping over it, and it was like, yo, that's tight as hell. 
And then Future, I think, saw that talent too, and it actually, I think, influenced Future to take his sound to another direction too. So yeah. What so what what inspires you when you're writing music? You know how do you, how do you prepare yourself to write a song? Dude, that's that's such a loaded question because like yeah. sometimes I feel like uh, I'll make a song without writing. Like I'll just make it on the spot, or I'll make or I'll listen to the beat first, you know, and write it. But mm -hmm. but honestly, my most successful songs I've ever made is like writing on the spot. Because I feel like I get more emotion, but you know, other people you know can do that, and other people can't. It depends on your style. Um, I love doing that style, but it also sometimes takes away from the lyricism. You feel me? Because you just make it upon emotion. Um, and I think people that actually write it out, I think they do get more of like a, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say like a presence, but you get you can put more time into the lyrics and content and stuff like that. Um, and I'm starting to do that more myself as an artist, but when I first started, I would just make everything on the spot. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to make beats too. When I make beats, I, I didn't release any of my beats to the public or nothing, but when I'd make beats, it was like, I'd make like these jazzy beats sound like you're going down like an elevator, you know? And then I start rapping on those beats and I was like, yo, this is tight too. So it's like, for me, it's like, it's more of like the moment. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And the inspiration in the moment. And, and honestly, the best songs I've ever written in my life is like, when I'm depressed, uh, or, or when I'm getting out of the gym mm -hmm. or like I'm mad, you feel me? I always write when I'm emotional or like when I feel something, feel me? Right. Yeah. So for yeah. you is like, is music always something that's in your mind or is it, do you think it's important to like step away for a week or so and then come back to it? And maybe that, cause I feel like as an artist, that might be important to be like, I'm going to step away from this for a week, mm -hmm. you know, recharge and then hit it hard the next month. Or is it, or are you the type of person where it's like always on your mind and you're just like, you're going after it? Uh, I think if it's always on my mind, I become obsessed. Yeah. And I think I think obsession is a bad addiction. And I think that, like, for me, uh, learning as I've gotten older, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, if I if I start working on an album, I become obsessed. So it's like, it's like, for me, I have to take, I have to take a step away for a while and then come back. Like, right now, I'm working on an EP, and I just keep up to telling myself, like, you know, what is perfection? Mm -hmm. You know, like, you, that's, and that's, I think, the artist's problem is we always strive for perfection. Like, when we listen to a song, we're like, no, nah, it's not perfect, trashy. Yeah, yeah. But to the public, it could be the greatest song of all time. Mm -hmm. So so I think for me, it is good to step away and not listen to your own stuff and go do things, get experiences, and bring it back to the song. Right, yeah. yeah. Do you, is there any artist's, like, stories or any artist come-ups that make you feel like this is, this is a real thing for me? You know what I mean? Is there any artists like, that are like, oh, like, they made this one song, yeah. they blew up in a day, all of a sudden they're, they're this famous rapper you know what I mean yeah is there stories in your head that you're like it's I can I can do that mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah that's a you know actually that you just said that I was gonna pull him up the um what's his face hold on I got it right here man um yeah Mike Posner mm -hmm. I was just talking about Mike Posner it's crazy because I never listened to Mike Posner until cooler than me like except for cooler than me because that was like the <laughs> that was a banger and I was just talking about this and I was like and then I was listening to Jay Shetty's podcast and and Mike Posner was like talking about the music industry and talking about how he like went in the forest for 20 days and like, you know, survived out there and just talking about like, like living, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, it gave me, it gave me this like, bro, we're, we're human beings. Mm -hmm. We're not machines. You know, we're not music making machines. Right. You feel me? And there's people out there that can do that. And I felt like 
for me, if I get in that mode, I'll go, 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 go. But at some point, you just become robotic with the sound. You I, th I think that's like, so there's like, yeah. no, it's like to my prior question, there's, mm -hmm. I don't think there's a right or wrong. Like you can either make music 24 seven all day and yep. you could, you're, that's, that's great. That's your style. Mm -hmm. uh, or you could step away for a week, two weeks, you know, make music for three days, step away for a month or whatever, like whatever works best for you. Mm -hmm. I think you should do. And that might be Mike Posner's style of that is like, look, I got to step away from music for a minute, recollect my thoughts, get re-inspired, dial it in, and I'm going to come back and fucking drill yeah, it. Yeah, he step, like steps away. He said he steps away for like a year. Yeah. And then he comes back to make it. I'm like, damn, that's actually a really cool concept. Not all of us have the luxury of, you know, stepping away for a year and coming <laughs> back. But for right. like me, I got to keep putting out content. And, and, uh, and another thing I'll say is ever since I took control of the mixing, Mm -hmm. Ever since I've been kind of doing Which that myself. Which was like super, a super recent change. Super too. recent. Ever since I started doing that, bro, it like opened my mind to a whole new realm of things. Made me a lot happier with my music. And it's not that engineers don't do a good job. It's that like, God, I'm just, sometimes I'm selfish, mm -hmm. you know? Like I just want it a certain way, you know? And then I don't want to... I don't want to keep coming back to and back to and go to the studio. I want it right there in front and of me. And to you, does that re-inspire you when you find something new in a music industry where you're like, well, this is, you know, I opened this one door and there's three more doors that I can open and there's, you know, nine more doors oh, dude, going on that door. Dude, and it's it, almost like I'm getting excited for this again. Yeah, but you, know you ever I mean? heard like the more you know, the less you know? Because it's like, <laughs> it's like the more I dive into music, the less I know about music. Because right. it's like, there's so many aspects, bro. It's not just like, like today I made a song, right? And I just, sometimes I just make songs and make songs, but it's like, I hit this one vocal key and I was like, whoa, what the hell? I never hit that before. Mm -hmm. Like, that shit was crazy. But it just was like, boom. And then it opened my mind like, whoa, I should, this, why haven't I been doing this the whole time? Mm -hmm. And then when I'm mixing music, it opens your mind to a whole new realm. So right. it's like more scientific. It's more logical. Mm -hmm. A part of my brain that I never really worked on. I was always left-sided, so I always worked on the creative aspect of things. Yeah. And I was an athlete too, but but mostly the creative aspect. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, okay, Zach, you got to get just sometimes you got to get like over here. So you got to work both, you know, work work both sides of the brain. And that's why I say like guys like Russ, I respect the shit out of you because like, bro, you making beats, you actually mixing your shit and and like writing your and recording your shit, like, bro, that's hard. Yeah. Like I, you know, whatever people say, like, like it's it's hard as hell. So I, I got like two questions for you. I'm gonna ask you at the same time. You can answer whatever one first because they're both kind of loaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if there was a younger viewer watching right now who wanted to be a musician, yeah. what would you tell them from what you learned doing this? And with that being said, if you had the opportunity to ask a, like a successful artist of your choice right. one question, what would you ask them? You know what I mean? So you can answer whichever one yeah. you want first because those are both like pretty big questions. So for the for the first one, I would say who cares what you who cares? I would okay for the younger artists. Don't give a shit about what other people think about you. That's that's my first thing. Because here's my thing. Once you start comparing yourself to other people, that's when... And I'm not saying your music's going to go bad or good. But it takes away from your who you are as a person and, and, yeah. and your creativity. Individuality. Dude, music. I've done it before too, bro. But like I'm saying like in everything in life, you start comparing yourself to other people, you're not going to be yourself. Your music's not going to sound as good. Okay, on the second question, if I was to ask, like, well, did you did you go through that with when you started making music? Were you at yeah. a point where you were really like measuring yourself to other other people? I guess you can say, and really taking into consideration other people's opinions. Yeah, bro. Like, I actually, after I released Seventh Ave, like my just little EP, that was a year ago from like in August. So I, it's been almost a year. I'm gonna release my next EP in August too. But but it, like when I released that album, I felt like I was a slightly influenced a little bit by like the trap game, mm -hmm. like slightly influenced by that melodic style, slightly influenced maybe my like, um, some guys who were on the come up and I wasn't, and it doesn't mean that I wasn't myself. It's just like the sound I felt like wasn't a hundred percent me. Mm -hmm. And looking back on the album, there's tracks I skip and there's stuff that I skip. I can't even listen to, 
because mm-hmm. it bugs me. Right. So it's like, uh, yeah, like, like I definitely compared myself to other people when you, and when I was doing that, it was lowering my self image. Right. So if I don't compare myself to other people and I realize I'm Zach Krause, stuff comes out more fluid, more, um, more genuine, more mm-hmm. authentic. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. to be honest with you, I feel like in some sense, yeah. I'm stepping out of my comfort zone to do this like podcast, yep. you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, there's going to be people that criticize it. Mm-hmm. There's going to be people that really like it. You know, there's going to be people that on both sides, you know, and you could say the same for you on music coming yes. up. Yes, sir. Uh, I feel like, I feel like I've just not, I've like got a thick skin over the last couple of years because mm-hmm. I've worked in the customer service like eight yeah. years and I kind of just go with the flow and that's just how I've always been. Mm-hmm. Um, so for you making music, you know, it's kind of the same situation. When you were coming up, when you were that young artist that might be mm-hmm. listening and people were bashing your music, would you say you've grown over over the years or anything? Yeah, man. I mean, um, the thing is, is he, Gary Vaynerchuk, I'm sure y'all listen to Gary Vaynerchuk. He says this, you got to go two ways. You got to say, fuck, sorry, sorry for my language. You got to say, fuck you to the positive, fuck you to the hate. <laughs> and you got to just go like this. Because the thing is, bro, people will feed your ego, right? Mm-hmm. And some people will tear your ego down. If you keep yourself balanced and aligned, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You're always yourself. So no matter what you put out, like say say I put out a track, right? And it's just hate, 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 right? And I get one positive. Okay, cool, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's not gonna it's not gonna change the aspect of that moment that I had mm-hmm. or that or who I am as a person. Because right now I could judge anybody that puts out music. Right, yeah. It's subjective. Mm-hmm. So we all have to realize that it's a subjective thing and not take it personally. That's um, with any art. That's, I feel like with any, any form of art, any it's, art all, it's all subjective. So somebody could, yeah. like, somebody could look at a painting and be like, I absolutely hate that. And another person next to yeah. you could be like, that's so inspiring. Yeah, and other you know people I mean? pay $10,000 for the painting. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, what's going on? You're like, the painting's not even that cool. But, so but I, it's subjective. I feel like it's important yeah. if you are like a young viewer wanting to get into music to have kind of mm-hmm. that mentality where it's like, this person might hate it. But somebody, you know, 1,500 miles away that might be going through Spotify and find that song and be like, well, this guy's amazing. I'm going right. to show all my friends here. And this, takes, it just know, takes one, dude. Yeah, it takes it one takes to take one. off. Yeah. So the part, second part of that question, if you had something to ask an uh, established artist, you know, any anybody really, like mm-hmm. J. Cole, anybody, you know, right. um, what would you ask that person? And if, if you think, if someone comes right. to mind, who is that person? If, I, no, if there's multiple, it's okay. But I would, honestly, in the realm of what I would ask is show me your business model. Like, show me how you came up business-wise. Because I feel like that's the most important thing in music that I was lacking for so long. Because you could put out songs, bro, and you could be amazing, but nobody hears you, right? Mm-hmm. So look at guys like Jay-Z, right? He he is phenomenal in business. Mm-hmm. Kanye, he's hit and miss, but Kanye's a businessman. He's an entrepreneur. Hey, Kanye, teach me what I have to do to get my music on platforms. Feel me? Like I would, I would ask them that kind of thing. Like, I don't want them to be like, Hey man, you got to make this certain type of music. Right. See, I don't want that. Because then, like, then you're not, you're not, you have no individuality. Yeah. That I'm not authentic anymore, yeah. but let me take my authenticity, plug it in a platform and then show me how to promote my platform. Right. Yeah. But I want, and, and another thing I was going to say to the young community is motivate people, man. Don't just put music out there talking about like chains and, and stuff like that. Like put music out there that has some meaning. I mean, it's not like we don't want to listen to club bangers all the time, but like put something out there that is from your soul and emotion, because I feel like that's what's lacking in music so that's, much right that, now. That's a, I mean, like, I feel like I listen to a lot of Tupac and that's a big reason why, because a lot of the newer stuff yeah. is all just like yep. bangers, which I appreciate sometimes, you know what I mean? I, I, I like, yeah. I like trap music sometimes, 
But then there's times when I really want to listen to something like genuine. Mm-hmm. It's like I almost feel like you go back to a lot of older artists because nothing against like a lot of the newer artists. But there, I mean, there's a few like J Cole's one you can listen yeah, to. Yeah, there's Kendrick. A, there are there are like... they're definitely out there, and it's not saying that they're all not. It's just it's and 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 no hate to younger generations, older generations, but but we are a platform in which people listen to. We are a platform in which motivates the youth in which the youth listens to. So if we put out trash, if we put out negativity, guess what? They're going to listen to that negativity. It's going to cross over in their life. Mm-hmm. So we need to spread more. And I'm not saying some of my music isn't like super positive, but, but I tell you this, like my goal is not to put out music for you to go to clubs and like, you know, drink bottles, pop bottles. It's mm-hmm. more so like, Hey, let's reflect on our life. Right. You feel me? And it's, it kind of comes around to like we talked about yesterday. Yeah. It's funny, you know, it's coming like a full circle. It's like the law of attraction we talked about yesterday. Yep. If you put out positivity, it'll come find you back. Absolutely. You know what I mean? If you put out negativity, it's going to come Opt- to find you back. Optimism's huge, man. Yeah. And that's something I'm learning right now. It's like if, cause I've been in negative states, we've all been in negative states. But the more you're in a positive state, the more good things that are going to happen to you. Right, yeah. 100%. We're coming up on 21 minutes, man. Is there anything else you want to say? You got any albums coming up? You got oh, any... yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just got an EP. I'm, I'm mixing, mastering myself. I'm just dropping it next month. Uh, it's called Out the Sticks. So I'm, anybody that, uh, just to kind of go over the album really quick, just to make it really quick for you guys, it's just basically about like the darkness and lightness of your mind. But then the other metaphor for it is like, hey, out the sticks is kind of like, hey, let's get out of the woods and let's let's actually like experience the world. You feel me? And that's kind of the whole subject matter. And that was me. That's kind of like me experiencing the world. We came from a small town. Right. Yeah. So out the sticks is like the epitome of like, yo, uh, I'm in the city now, and, and this is what I'm experiencing. This is what I'm experiencing from the city. So I'm out the sticks now. I'm in the city. You feel me? So, yeah, there you go. And that's going to be releasing at the end of August. All right, man. ZK, you guys can find him on Spotify. <laughs> I mean, uh, just look up Zach Krause. He's yeah, the first Zach one Krause. that pops yeah. up. Um, appreciate you coming on, man. Appreciate yeah, man, it. no problem. Right on. Thanks for watching, guys. Appreciate you.